Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mojo 5-0. Standing Ground is a production of Leahy Media. Tracy, I can't There's a reason that women live say. longer, Mark. Let me tell you, it is because we are stronger yes. and we are happier at the end of the day than most men. And that yes. is factual and you know it. When, when men are married to women who scream like you, they just want to die sooner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice comeback. Uh, no particular reason or rhyme or reason I played that cut other than the fact that I just think that it's really, really funny. Uh, okay, we got a lot of things we got to get into today. Uh, the the walls are closing in on the Bidens. It appears that way, or things are getting worse. But then again, how worse are they going to get? We don't really know because everybody's covering for them, including the media. Uh, but we will dive into that, amongst other things, including Snow White is in the news. Yes, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs is in the news. All sorts of stuff going on right here on Standing Ground. Welcome aboard. Let's get going. There's a reason that women live longer, Mark. Let me tell you, it is because we are stronger and we are happier at the end of the day than most men. And that is factual and you know it. When when men are married to women who scream like you, they just want to die sooner. is above the law. I believe we in Congress have a duty to demand accountability and safeguard one of our nation's highest principles that no one is above the law. No one is above the law. Not you, not the Congress, and certainly not the president. Anyone else who did these things would be prosecuted for them. We must ensure that no one is above the law. This is the United States of America. No one is above the law. No one no one is above the law. It is clear that any other person who engaged in such conduct would be charged with a crime. We will continue our investigation and we will hold the president accountable because no one is above the law. 
Okay, there it is. That is the old Democrat uh, mantra. That is from the, actually from the January 6th, quote, um, select committee investigating the January 6th probe saying that no one is above the law. Well, okay, until one of theirs gets in trouble and then it becomes a whole nother issue. Okay, here's where we are. Uh, first of all, welcome to the program. I'm Jeremy Lee. This is Standing Ground. This is Mojo Fiber Radio. It is about 10 o'clock on the East Coast, 7 on the West, with you up until the 11 o'clock hour. My email, standingground1776 at gmail.com, standingground1776 at gmail.com. All right, well, here's what's going on. There, I'm going to play you the report in a moment, but it appears now that there has been a leak that indicates that the Biden White House was tipped off that the the IRS or the FBI or both whatever were getting prepared to interview Hunter Biden, a surprise interview, and the White House became uh, aware of it somehow. But anyway, here's the report. More evidence that Hunter Biden was given special treatment during the federal investigation into his criminal activity in the family syndicate, according to a brand new report just released from John Solomon at JustTheNews.com. We have confirmed with a House Oversight Committee chair, James Comer, a recently retired supervisory special FBI agent, is now telling Congress behind closed doors that the Bidens were tipped off about a surprise interview with Hunter Biden that was set to be conducted in December of 2020, but was ultimately thwarted. Now this as the House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan, he is threatening to hold FBI Director Ray in contempt over the agency's non-compliance with House investigations. Okay, so here's what's going on. The House Judiciary Committee, chaired by James Comer, will convene today, and one or two of these whistleblowers are going to come forward and tell Congress what they know as far as how the Biden administration was tipped off, and that they had prior information that the IRS was moving in on Hunter to at least speak to him, and also, too, that there was probable cause for uh, for an indictment. Okay, um, so we've got that coming up now here. This is John Solomon. John, John Solomon is from justthenews.com. Have a listen to this. More of the portrait just becoming more and more clear to the American public. Hunter Biden got preferential treatment. There was political interference in the investigation into his taxes and possibly into his father's uh, uh, interference in some of these matters. What we heard today, this FBI agent behind closed doors told James Comer's committee that, in fact, the FBI planned to interview uh, Hunter Biden on December 8th, 2020, along Mm. with the IRS, Gary Shapley, the agent that we've heard from the whistleblower. Uh, And the night before, uh, the FBI tipped off the Secret Service, and then the FBI tipped off uh, the Biden transition team, Joe Biden's transition team. He was waiting to become president in a few weeks, and that scuttled the entire plan. The next day, the agents were told, you can't approach Hunter Biden. If he comes and gets you, you can talk to him, but otherwise, don't bother him. And the entire interview plan fell apart. It's the latest in a series of revelations. There are three agents now with about a half century of experience in law enforcement telling Congress that nothing about the Hunter Biden investigation was normal, that search warrants were turned down when probable cause was met, that charges were denied, even though the prosecutor originally signed off them, that uh, questions were not allowed to be asked and interviews not allowed to be conducted, that in any other investigation, 
would have been done in the normal circumstance of investigating uh, pretty bombshell testimony. This corroborates some of the most important testimony that Gary Shapley and the, his fellow IRS agent, whose name has not yet been released, gave Congress a month ago. On Wednesday, the American public are going to get to meet those two agents in public at a hearing uh, before Commerce Committee. Today's interview, a very important step in corroborating and creating a fact pattern for Wednesday's hearing. Plain, plain and simple, I opened up the show with that cut of no one's above the law. If this was any of us that had done what he had done, we'd at least had been interviewed by the FBI or the IRS or spoken to or have our domicile searched or our cars or our devices, whatever. What's what's interesting, me, me meeting the element of probable cause, in order to get a warrant, obviously, you need to bear fruit. You, you have to have, uh, a, it's a probable cause affidavit. You go to a magistrate, a judge, and you say, look, this is what we have, and this is why we need to search this person's home, their car, their property, their RV, whatever. Um, you you have to go ahead and meet that. Well, it appears that they have met that several times. The one thing that what doesn't confuse me, I get it now because they're covering for him, is when the laptop was found and discovered and then turned over, you remember that it was Russia disinformation and they said that no, uh, yeah, yeah, it was Hunter was being set up and then it took the New York Times to come around and even say, hey, look, this laptop is real. Well, other than other than the laptop and them finding all his financial dealings and other things, they found a lot of, well, tawdry stuff, I guess you could say, uh, on the computer of him uh, snorting coke off a girl's ass that they uh, uh, allegedly, we don't know, may be a minor, but apparently there was child pornography on the computer. Well, th- that alone, even though he is not in possession of the computer, it was at the shop, it would be grounds for a probable cause affidavit to go track hunter biden down and search all his devices to see what else he has on his computers so if if there's anybody out there any liberal you speak to democrat whatever if they honestly try to defend defend i'm not saying they may not defend hunter biden and his actions but to say that hunter biden should not have been in handcuffs or at least brought in for questioning by now is absolutely ludicrous. And also, he has cut this deal with the uh, FBI on the gun charge and the income tax evasion. So I think today's hearings is probably going to shed a lot of light on things that we did not previously know. And that was this connection of this tipping off, however it was done, uh, from the FBI over to the uh, over to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Okay, that that is that is problem number one for for uh, Joe Biden and his White House. The one story too that will not go away is the cocaine story. I thought it would go away by now because, like one of my producers said to me, "Did you honestly think that they were gonna tell us who it was?" And I'm like, "No, whatever." But that doesn't make it right um the investigation was not handled properly now you're going to hear from ari fleischer here in a moment former white house press secretary under george w bush and he makes a good point you know the secret the secret service they their job is to they have protectees they they do background checks they do investigations but the thing is for something like this this is something that you would bring the fbi in that was my question early on. Why would they bring the FBI in to conduct the investigation as to who brought cocaine into the White House? And number two, as I've said it before, 
if uh, Hunter Biden's lawyer is sending a message to Donald Trump telling him to stop alluding that Hunter Biden brought cocaine into the White House, I say to myself, what have I not heard? Right. What is the um, the deductive reasoning? What I have not heard is I have not heard a denial from Hunter Biden via his attorney or Hunter Biden directly that he brought cocaine into the White House. So you have all these this this line of horribles in front of them. Line. Get it. Line. I saw a um, it was a it was a cartoon yesterday. It showed Joe Biden, Jill, KGB and Hunter. They'll get like coke underneath their nose and they're uh, Oh, yeah. It says a new show tonight airing <laughs> airing at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The show was called Whose Line Is It Anyway? OK, here is Ari Fleischer. I'm not going to defend the Secret Service. I won't defend the Biden White House. The Secret Service's job is to protect the president of the United States. They are not the Drug Enforcement Administration. Their job is not to search for drugs. It is other okay, then bring in jobs. the FBI. So here the Secret Service oh, says there's no Hillary. threat to the president. Then but why not bring on. in the FBI? But what Joe Biden needs to... Why okay, not but bring that's in what Joe Biden needs to do. That's what oh. Joe Biden and his chief of staff need to do. The Secret Wait. Service reaches the decision that there's no threat to the president. At that point, either the White House wants to sweep it under the rug or do something about it. And they do not take it seriously. They're happy to sweep it under the rug. Not the Secret Service, but Joe Biden and his White House. This is a political issue for Joe Biden. It's a leadership issue, and it's a failure to protect the White House by Joe Biden and his chief of staff. Okay, Ari, I agree with you. That, that is absolutely true. But do you think that Joe Biden's going to bring in the FBI? Knowing, well, not knowing full well, but probably, well, we don't know. Maybe he does, that the FBI could, you know, <laughs> all roads lead to Damascus, that they they would trail it back to Hunter. He's going to protect his son and protect his staff. Okay. Also weighing in on this issue was Kellyanne Conway. It was hardly even interrogation. I mean, the crime here is worse than the cover-up, but the cover-up's pretty bad. Ari and I walked through that West Exec entrance probably thousands of times in our respective White House careers, and we know where those lockers are. We know everything in the complex, Sean and Ari, 24-7 on camera. I don't think it's that difficult to narrow the circle the of West people Wing. who were in that area, not the West Wing, uh, in that area. It could have been somebody on tour. It could have been anybody. The fact is that you don't close something this vital to the national interest in the West Wing, to Ari's point, close to where the president works and lives within 10 days. Why? We looked for Russia collusion for three years. We couldn't spend three months on an investigation. And and by the way, 193 kids under the age of five have died of accidental fentanyl poisoning recently. Why? Because tiny little grains are left around unbeknownst to them. This could hurt somebody. Exactly. Fair point. Okay, I'm Jeremy Lay. This is Standing Ground. This is Mojo 5 Radio. My email is standingground1776 at gmail.com, standingground1776 at gmail.com with you up until the 11 o'clock hour. It, what, it's been story after story after story for the Biden administration. Now, you could say, oh, they've had a bad couple of weeks. You've got the cocaine thing. Now you've, well, you've got the hearing today with these IRS uh, whistleblowers, and then you've got the, the the granddaughter who's being abandoned by the family. And as I've said, and when I turn on the TV, and I've said before, there's there it, as far as that issue is concerned, there is really no point for him at this stage of the game, the poor kid. But there's really no point at this stage of the game politically inviting her to the White House, out to the Truman balcony to sit on uh, Grampy's lap and in him read her a story while he falls asleep and ice cream drips down his mouth with oatmeal. 
that it's not it's not going to do anything because she's four years old and that ship has sailed and the time for him to go hi come see your grampy was when she was born so they, they could try that but i think it would just be too obvious that they're trying to uh they're trying to mulligan um if you will but uh, weighing it was interesting because they did a man on the street thing that fox did in uh arkansas where this child was allegedly conceived and where they where hunter went and went into court to try to reduce the the, uh, the support payments well fox sent down a field reporter to go out and interview people to see what their thoughts were on this whole thing of joe biden ignoring his grandchild you know joe i mean the biden name the Biden. my word is a biden the biden family we all stick together family values good thing it's it's terrible and i hate to use the word but i'll say it because i it's so trendy it's annoying but it's really bad optics um, the left loves that word. Then optics, optics. But anyway, I'm, I, it's good. It's fitting here. And this is this is what the people had to say about that. I'm here in town today because I want to get the perspective of the people that live here. How do you feel about President Joe Biden and his son Hunter Biden denying this grandchild of theirs, this beautiful granddaughter of theirs? Honestly, I think they need to man up and be the men they're supposed to be, a godly men. And, you know, to deny any child that they brought into the world is a disgrace. I don't see how they can stand for our, this country and deny, you know, their own children and grandchildren. The fact that President Biden is not, um, not, I guess, not accepting his seventh grandchild. No, that's wrong. Taking responsibility is one of those things. If you're gonna, if you're gonna create it, you've got to own up to it for sure. There aren't a lot of people in the media defending the child and the mom. Yeah, I mean they're kind of left out on their own now because the grandfather is President Biden and the father is Hunter Biden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and how is that that child gonna feel when, once they grow up and they feel like discarded from the family a little bit? That's that doesn't that wouldn't feel good. How do you feel about? President Biden and his son. I mean, he has a son that apparently doesn't want anything to do with the child that he had right from here, from this town. I think that's pretty sorry, especially to not make your child own up to what he's doing and then not having anything to do with the child or the mother. I think that that's sorry. I wanted so bad to go in the courthouse and tell that man what I thought the way he's doing because that ain't right. Kind of sounded like I sounded like Bill Clinton. No, it just ain't right. It just ain't right. I mean, Bill Clinton used to say that. That is just not right. Okay. Well, there you are. So you 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 have all these things, and then today, it what it's all coming to a, not all of it, but the part of Hunter Biden and and how the investigation into Hunter Biden went or how it was handled is the, the IRS is on the hot seat today up on the Hill. Now, it's James Comer's committee, and uh, his co-chair is Jim Jordan, all right? Okay, this first cut, this is James Comer. This is courtesy of Fox News. Well, this confirmed uh, key components of what the IRS whistleblowers told the Ways and Means Committee in a transcribed interview, and this is good because many Democrats and many in the liberal media have tried to discredit the whistleblowers prior to the committee hearing that we're going to have on Wednesday. So these two whistleblowers are going to come in front of the American people, in front of the House Oversight Committee on Wednesday for about six hours, and the American people are going to get to hear the truth from two credible people on the front line 
minds that were in charge of trying to find corruption within the IRS. And here, what this FBI agent confirmed is they were blocked at every turn. They were tipped off, the Secret Service tipped off the Biden, as, as well as the Biden transition team. Why would the Biden transition team need to know that the whistleblowers were about to interview Hunter Biden? So I think this is good stuff and it adds credibility to our whistleblowers. As, as we navigate through this special treatment thing of Hunter Biden, I want to say this just on the record. I don't think anybody should get special treatment. I've never believed in a two-tier system. If this, I'll say, some people might laugh at me. If this was Eric Trump or Donald Trump Jr. and they were doing what Hunter Biden was up to, full-on investigation, all for it, have no problem with it. Because we, we, we all know that if this was any of the Trump boys, MSNBC, CNN, the rest, it would be breaking news all day long. Now, people say, hey, Leahy, that's just the shoe on the other foot. Whose ox is getting gored? I've said this before. I don't live like that. I don't think like that. Because as Alan Dershowitz says, when you say, when you say, oh, that's just a shoe on the other foot, you're creating a whole nother shoe. To me, there's one shoe and we all fit in that one shoe and under the umbrella of what? law 18 usc criminal code and if you violate it you're held accountable just like everybody else but unfortunately in the real world when it comes to politics family members friends they get a break okay here's jim jordan he is the co-chair of this committee that will be questioning the uh whistleblowers today from the irs and the fbi well these two whistleblowers have been nothing but credible and today with the fbi agent confirming key parts of their testimony that just gives more credibility this is quickly coming down to laura who are you going to believe the biden justice department that said parents were terrorists who said catholics were extremists who censored americans first amendment free speech rights or these two whistleblowers who have impeccable records who got performance reviews always outstanding who were the go-to guys when it came to international tax fraud cases these two guys were the go-to team. Who are you going to believe? These two guys who've now been confirmed by an FBI agent or the Biden uh, Garland Justice Department? I think I'll trust the whistleblowers. And I think you will see that on Wednesday when they appear in Chairman Comer's committee. See, you know, the, 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 the old saying, may we live in interesting times. We always live in interesting times. Every I feel like, feel like Kamala Harris. Today is an interest. Today is a uh, interesting day. Like tomorrow, of, of being today will be okay. Sorry, you know what I mean. But th- this particularly, I, I mean, I have never seen an administration in such disarray. I, I mean, it's just this it, is it's not a well-oiled machine. <laughs> I am sorry. I I think we're really at the point now that so many other stones are going to be overturned as it relates to this White House. It is an absolute mess from the president. Just he himself is a mess to his vice president, who's just a moron. I hate to say that, uh, who's just she's just moronic to his crazy son and the every every everything policy crime. Uh, the trip to Europe was a disaster. He's a disaster, and it, it's amazing to me that the party has not united and come forward right up front and said, we don't want this guy, we gotta make it known. And there's other ones that are becoming a threat, not necessarily to the nomination, but they're threat to his numbers. And one of them is RFK. 
So there you have it. All right, I'm Jeremy Lee. This is Tanning Ground. This is Mojo Five Radio. Quick break, right back. More of the portrait just becoming more and more clear to the American public. Hunter Biden got preferential treatment. There was political interference in the investigation into his taxes and possibly into his father's uh, uh, interference in some of these matters. What we heard today, this FBI agent behind closed doors told James Comer's committee that, in fact, the FBI planned to interview uh, Hunter Biden on December 8th, 2020, along mm. with the IRS, Gary Shapley, mm. the agent that we've heard from the whistleblower. Uh, and the night before, uh, the FBI tipped off the Secret Service, and then the FBI tipped off uh, the Biden transition team, Joe Biden's transition team. He was waiting to become president in a few weeks, and that scuttled the entire plan. The next day, the agents were told, you can't approach Hunter Biden. If he comes and gets you, you can talk to him, but otherwise, don't bother him. And the entire interview plan fell apart. It's the latest in a series of revelations. There are three agents now with about a half century of experience in law enforcement telling Congress that nothing about the Hunter Biden investigation was normal, that search warrants were turned down when probable cause was met, that charges were denied, even though the prosecutor originally signed off them, that uh, questions were not allowed to be asked and interviews not allowed to be conducted, that in any other investigation, would have been done in the normal circumstance of investigating uh, pretty bombshell testimony. This corroborates some of the most important testimony that Gary Shapley and the, his fellow IRS agent, whose name has not yet been released, gave Congress a month ago. On Wednesday, the American public are going to get to meet those two agents in public at a hearing uh, before Commerce Committee. Today's interview, a very important step in corroborating and creating a fact pattern for Wednesday's hearing. In America, nobody is above the law. I believe we in Congress have a duty to demand accountability and safeguard one of our nation's highest principles, that no one is above the law. No one is above the law, not you, not the Congress, and certainly not the president. Anyone else who did these things would be prosecuted for them. We must ensure that no one is above the law. This is the United States of America. No one is above the law. No one. No one is above the law. It is clear that any other person who engaged in such conduct would be charged with a crime. We will continue our investigation and we will hold the president accountable because no one is above the law. I'm a desperate man. lawyers, guns, and money. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. 
Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1820. 855-325-1820. That's 855-325-1820. Brought to you by the creators of Venezuelan Dream Vacations and Chernobyl Tropical Tours. Liberal Ideas LLC is proud to present the Ukrainian Adventure Vacation. This package features an all-inclusive stay in a mostly radiation-free, bombed-out, rustic, turn-of-the-century hostel. Your package includes sparkling bottled water and authentic survivalist-style ready-to-eat meals that are sure to get you in the spirit of this adventure. Each room comes equipped with two U.S.-donated AR-15 weapons of war and a case of ammo, along with two shoulder-fired Stinger missiles. And you can play your very own live-action game of Frogger with Russian tanks. Don't miss out on this incredible adventure vacation. Book yours today. Vacation with a purpose. Save the Ukraine. Visit LLC.com right now. Book today. The first 500 guests receive their very own Build Back Better Pride Camo. You're listening to Standing Ground with Jeremy Leahy. Don't mess with the bull, young man. You'll get the horns. When we invest in clean energy and electric vehicles and reduce population, more of our children can breathe clean air and drink clean water. He may or may not have cognitive decline problems at his age, but at her age, she's just dumb. (laughs) Let's be clear. Kamala Harris may be the dumbest person ever elected vice president in American history. And that's why people keep resigning. If you were her national security advisor and you were competent and you'd worked hard and you knew what you were doing and you watched her in Poland break up laughing when she's asked about Ukrainian refugees, you had to feel a sense of total humiliation. To to reduce population, I mean, I don't I don't know where she was going with there. Maybe she was going with, hey, look, the more, more abortions, the better, because there are people that have actually postulated that who have come out and said, hey, you know, we got to keep more abortions to keep the population down. We can breathe cleaner air. My understanding is that the White House has now had mended what she said and she meant to say something else. And she whatever. I mean, um, look, she she's a gaff machine, but she's not. I wouldn't say mispronouncing words like Joe does. It's a it's a different type of gaffe. It's sort of like a when when she comes up to speak to you, she she starts rocking her head back and forth like she's going to say something really profound, and then she says something just stupid. Like what was the one she keeps saying to unburden what what has been? Uh, yes, to unburden what has been. That's her big one that she uses all the time. But anyway, okay. Welcome back to the program. I'm Jeremy Leahy. This is Standing Ground. This is Mojo Five O Radio with you up until the eleven o'clock hour. My email Standing Ground seventeen seventy six at gmail dot com. Standing Ground one seven seven six at gmail dot com. Guys, don't forget all my shows are backlogged on Speaker, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, and all the rest. You can listen to my show when it concludes at eleven o'clock at your leisure. Okay. Well, uh, last night. 
Yeah, last night, Sean Hannity did a sit-down with Donald Trump. It was a town hall. I've got some of it. I'm going to play for you here in a moment. But did you guys hear, because this is going to be interesting when it, if we go into these primary debates, is Mike Pence and Donald Trump, you know, his former vice president, him kind of going at it. Well, Tucker Carlson called him out last week at a, at a forum. And I thought this was a very, very telling moment. Not so much, for, well, a little bit because of my, I like Mike Pence, don't get me wrong, but I thought that Tucker made a really good point when he drove home. The, ma- the major problem we have in this country right now is that we don't take care of ourselves. And it's not being selfish. It's just like things have gotten so out of control. And yeah, there are certain parts of the world we gotta keep an eye on and, and that kind of thing. You got China, you got Taiwan, but there's so many problems in this country going on that we just plain have just ignored, at least within this, this administration anyway, not the last one. I, I, Donald Trump, he he went in with all with all guns blazing. You know, he he dropped the pole and, and said, "Look, this is what we're going to do." Uh, okay, so here's the cut. Listen to this. This is Tucker Carlson with Mike Pence this this past week. We promised them 33 Abrams tanks in January. I heard again two weeks ago in Ukraine they still don't have them. We've been telling them we'll train their F-16 pilots, but now they're saying maybe January we'll let somebody transfer some jets. I'm sorry, Mr. Vice President. Have you? I know you're running for president. You are are distressed that the Ukrainians don't have enough American tanks. Every city in the United States has become much worse over the past three years. Drive around. There's not one city that's gotten better in the United States. And it's visible. Our economy has degraded. The suicide rate has jumped. Public filth and disorder and crime have exponentially increased. And yet... Your concern is that the Ukrainians, a country most people can't find on a map, who've received tens of billions of U.S. tax dollars, don't have enough tanks. I think it's a fair question to ask, like, where's the concern for the United States in that? It, it, it's a great it's a great point. It really is. We have so many problems in this country that we could fix if we really put our minds to it. And here we are sending billions and billions of dollars to Ukraine. So anyway, okay, as promised, here is Donald Trump last night in Iowa with uh, Sean Hannity. This is courtesy of Fox News. I I thought this was a good a good back and forth live audience, which Trump is very good at, but also bringing up all this stuff that's going around him because now he has been informed, allegedly been informed that he is now the subject of, you guess it, another possible indictment. Big shocker. <laughs> around Surrounding the January 6th. Okay. All right, here we go. This is uh, Donald Trump with um, Sean Hannity in, in Iowa. <laughs> You know, I came out here and they started chanting Trump and I said, my name's Sean. Well, you know, uh, if you like it, grab a seat. If you don't want, you want to stand, we can stand. Whatever you prefer is fine with me. We'll stand later. All right. Thank you for doing this town hall. Um, it's great to see you. Uh, you look well, you look healthy. Feel good, feel good. Let me ask you uh, just a, a basic fundamental question. 
You have all of these never-ending attacks. Yeah. And you released on Truth Social earlier today that they now, that you are a target of this January 6th grand jury. My, my first question to you is, you, you, it doesn't seem to bother you like I think it would bother so many other people. What, what is it about you that it doesn't? No, it bothers me. It bothers me for everybody in this incredible sold-out audience. And it's, uh, it bothers you. I got the letter on Sunday night. Think of it. I don't think they've ever sent a letter on Sunday night. And they're in a rush because they want to interfere. It's interference with the election. It's election interference. Never been done like this in the history of our country, and it's a disgrace. What's happening to our country, whether it's the borders or the elections or kinds of things like this, where the DOJ has become a weapon for the Democrats, an absolute weapon. And it seems that every time my polls, you know, we're leading by a lot. And we're leading by a lot in a place called Iowa, a lot. And, and not only with the Republicans, but we're leading against Biden by a tremendous amount. They haven't seen anything like it. And they feel, I guess, they want to try and demean and diminish and, and uh, frighten people. But they don't frighten us because uh, we're going to make America great again. That's all there is. We're going to make our, our country. Our country, John, is a mess. You know it better than anybody. I mean, frankly, your reporting is incredible. I, I'll be honest. I have never been more fearful of the state of this country than I am right now. Yeah. Fearful about the economy, foreign policy, our future, our kids, our grandkids. I've never been this way. Well, you look at Biden with these leaders, and they're at the top of their game, and they're looking at each other like they don't even believe what's happening. Our country is no longer respected. Think of it. Three years ago, energy independent, powerful military that was totally rebuilt. The president announced three days ago, which he should never have said, probably classified information, that we have no ammunition. Now, what do you think China says when they hear we have no ammunition? Uh, no, it's a very, very sad thing. If you look at the worst border in history, we had the best border in history. We had, three years ago, the best border we've ever had. We built hundreds of miles of wall. We got Mexico free of charge, you know, they say about Mexico. Mexico gave us billions of dollars worth of soldiers for years, 28,000 soldiers guarding our border. We had the best numbers we've ever had. Today we have, I think, the worst numbers in the world, because I don't think there's any country in the world that would stand for what's happening to us with millions of people flowing in from, by the way, mental institutions, insane asylums. They don't like me using those names, insane asylums. But we have very bad, very sick people, very ill people coming into our country, prisons and jails all over the world. And it's not the four countries that we sort of consider neighbors. It's all over. Last week, we had 129 countries, representatives of people that came into our country illegally. And we're losing our country and we're losing the spirit of our country. But I will tell you, make America great again and MAGA and America first and all of these things that we talk about. There's never been more spirit. Look at this crap. There's never been more spirit than we have right now. 2024. is the most important election that we've ever had. And I used to say it with 2016, and I meant it 100 percent, but we're now, we're going into an almost a communistic state, and I think maybe we're even there. When you look at what they're doing with, you could call it fascist, you could call it Marxist, you could call it communist, 
what they're doing, like with the Department of Justice, they've totally weaponized it. It's weaponized like we've never had this before. It's not only me. Catholics, you see what's happening? Uh, parents at school boards, they're being harassed by the Justice Department, by the FBI. Nobody's ever seen what's happening right now. And we have a guy, the head of this country, it's, it's probably not him, it's people around him. They have people that are vicious and smart and have horrible ideas for our country. So it's really the people, in my opinion, because I don't think this guy can put together two sentences. I watched him last night. He's almost... He's almost incapable of talking. And, you know, we have... I'm not, I'm not sure he knows today's Tuesday, sir. Well, we have a... We have a problem. We have the potential of a war beyond the war with Russia and Ukraine, and that would have never happened before. By the way, if I were president, that would have never happened. If I were president, Ukraine and Russia. I want to get to that. You know, I came here today and I've, I've watched all of, I watched the two hours with Mark Levin. I watched your hour yeah. with Tucker. I watched your hour with um, uh, Brett Baer. You did two hours with me. I watched you on Maria. I, I watched your interviews and I, on fake news CNN. Um, I watched that too. Well, that was a good one. That was a good one. They had a town was, hall. That was a Trump They class. ended up firing the head of CNN. Yeah. And they got the highest ratings in 11 years, and they fired. It's supposed to be the opposite. By the way, you might want to start a show, and at the end of every show, say to somebody, you're fired. That would work, right? You're fired. Uh, all right. But I wanted to talk about the problems and the solutions. In other words, what are the, identify the problems and the solutions. Okay. We cannot ignore today's events, today when you put out okay. We cannot ignore today's events, today when you put out your, your truth yeah. social post. And by that, I want to talk about what is clearly now what the Judiciary Committee under Jim Jordan is looking into, whether or not our FBI and our Department of Justice have been weaponized and politicized. And I have two headlines here. You know, FBI tipped off Biden team, Secret Service, about plan to interview Hunter, according to a supervisory agent who retired. Tomorrow, there will be another IRS whistleblower, just like this man, Mr. Chapley, who came out and said, no, he should have been indicted on felony charges. And I've been doing this, meaning Hunter Biden. Then I can take you back and you know that I covered this every single night. and. My show was vindicated on the issue right. of Trump-Russia collusion that never occurred. The Durham report corroborated it, the Horowitz report. It's a long way of me asking this very simple, basic question. And that is, if you look at Hillary Clinton and the way she was treated, no prosecutor would prosecute, 33,000 subpoenaed emails deleted, devices destroyed, then her dirty dossier. And that dossier was used to get four FISA warrants. And then you look at the FBI in 2019. They had Hunter Biden's laptop in December of 2019. They verified it in March of 2020. And yet FBI agents in the months leading up to that election were meeting with big tech companies, telling them, according to Yoel Roth, the former Twitter integrity site head, telling them that it might be about Joe or Hunter. That laptop story got censored. The American people would deny the truth about what would be a bombshell story. And by the way, it still is censored because they haven't really gotten into the meat with all of the great reporting done. And this has been some great reporting done. Generally speaking, the press is fake. It's fake and it's just uh, horrible, actually. 
But there's still been some great reporters and great reporting done. And you are at the lead. You've been incredible. But when you look, but Sean, when you look at that, they haven't even gotten to the bottom of the laptop. They don't want to put the pictures in. They don't want to. They have pictures in there that anybody else, they go away for 10 years. What happened to Hunter is he got a traffic ticket. Other people are being sentenced to many years in jail for doing much less. He got a traffic ticket. The only good thing is the people know it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. Now, uh, Jim Jordan and Jamie Comer, these guys are doing a great job. But the problem is you find out the crime, but nothing happens with it. Instead, they go after you. Like, for example, Hillary Clinton's home wasn't raided. Yeah. Joe Biden's garage wasn't raided. The UPenn Center wasn't raided. The University of Delaware wasn't raided. His home, beach home, I don't know how he affords a beach home on a senator's salary, that wasn't raided. Hunter Biden is being protected, obviously. Um, cocaine in the White House, 10-day investigation, they, they, they literally interviewed nobody. Okay, investigation's over. Would that have happened in your White House? Well, well, listen to this. Even you mentioned the beach home. Well, the beach home had all these documents in it, right? It was by the Corvette. They're on the floor. Classified documents. No, that's not the place. beach home. Not the beach home was another place. No, they no, found. this is also the beach home. And they had the Corvette where they had the Corvette. Yeah. And a tremendous amount of payment was made for that home by somebody to Joe Biden. And it was a big story for about one day. And then you don't hear about it anymore. It's incredible. But when you look at the documents all over the place, whatever happened to that one? They go after me on documents, and I have the Presidential Records Act, which is a big deal. And the Presidential Records Act is a is is an act. <laughs> Thank you. They Why weren't their they homes know better raided? Than anybody else. Why weren't their homes raided? Well, let me just tell you, I'm protected by Presidential Records Act, and they come up with this obscure, crazy theory, a madman theory. This guy is a deranged prosecutor who's had tremendous failures all over the place. He's a nasty, horrible human being. They come after me. Now they have, Biden has many thousands. I mean, he's got 2,000, almost 2,000 boxes of documents. They can't get to him because the college or whatever that has him doesn't want to give him. But, and he probably told the college, but more importantly, China gives millions of dollars to UPenn. That's where he has some. He's got them all over the place. And maybe worst of all, he's got documents in Chinatown in Chinatown, many, many documents, boxes of documents. You don't ever hear about this. All you hear about is Trump. And I'm totally covered by the Presidential Records Act and also by the Clinton socks case. You know what that is. That's where Clinton took out tapes in his socks and he put them in his drawer. And they sued him just on a very civil basis. And he ended up winning the lawsuit. And the judge said he can have whatever he wants. And that's called the presidential records. What about Sandy Berger shoving documents yeah, yeah, down his they, pants? Oh, there are many instances of it. But especially when you're president and Joe Biden wasn't president, you're only covered by the Presidential Records Act if you're president. Joe Biden wasn't president. In fact, Joe Biden was senator for many years. And they've got a lot of classified documents when he was senator. And other Democrat senators can't even believe the fact that he has these documents. Can't even. They said, I watched Dick Durbin. Here's another beauty. I watched Dick Durbin saying, I can't believe that he took them. I couldn't, he couldn't even believe it. So it's a very, it's a two-tier system, but it's worse than that. It's a very corrupt system. Okay, so my, my question to you is, when you see that Hillary had top secret classified information and the conclusion of Jim Comey, no prosecutor would ever prosecute, 33,000 subpoenaed emails deleted, devices destroyed, 
Okay. Then we have the FBI in early October of 2016 sent agents over the pond to meet with Christopher Steele. They offered him a million dollars to to verify any part of that to get dossier. Trump. To get Trump. Okay. They couldn't verify it. Then, in late October, even though it wasn't verified, they used that, according to Andrew McCabe, Deputy FBI Director, without that dirty dossier, they would never have gotten those FISA warrants approved. Now, they knew that they couldn't verify it. The Dura report confirmed none of it was true. And yet, they would use that as a backdoor to spy on your campaign and your presidency. Yep. Is that a dual system of justice? That's right, and the whole thing with FISA was horrible. But you know, one thing we did that was so great, I fired Comey very early. And a lot of people said, oh, you should have done it. But you know, they're given a term. They're given a term very early. Not immediately early, but very early, early in a few months. And I got rid of this guy. And by doing that, it was like you threw a rock at a hornet's nest. The whole thing collapsed. You saw the love letters back and forth with the different people talking about the insurance policy. You know what the insurance policy, that was against me. That was how to If she for some reason loses, darling, we have an insurance policy. The insurance policy is they'll get me out one way or the other, they'll get me out. Because you know what, this is 30, 35 years of being put into government and you get there and initially, I didn't know people in Washington. I was there 17 times in my entire life. I never stayed over, never stayed over before this. All of a sudden, I'm president of the United States. I relate, and we had tremendous people also. Don't forget, biggest tax cuts in history, biggest regulation cuts in history, rebuilt our military, took out ISIS, took out Soleimani, took out al-Baghdadi, the two biggest terrorists in the world. I mean, what we did was incredible. Strongest border we've ever had. Everything was good. No inflation. Best economy in history. We did all of this stuff. We had tremendous, we had tremendous people. Look, they made a lot of money. No, no, sorry, we had tremendous people. But we also had some. You rely on others. You rely on people that you knew. You rely on other politicians to give you answers. And you find out that they are uh, rhinos or they gave you bad advice. So we had some that weren't good. But when you think... Uh, Comey had a term. He had many years left in that term. I said, this guy's bad news. I realized it very early, very early in the administration. I fired him. And it was wild. That's when we found out all of the corruption. Had I not fired Comey, you wouldn't know any of the things that you were talking about. You think they would have destroyed you? Well, they were trying to take me out. Yeah, they were trying to take me out. I mean, it was like a coup. It was like a coup. Had I not, you know, it's very interesting. Some people that are very smart that you know very well said when I did it, oh, that was a mistake, that was a mistake, you're going to cause... Now they say it was the greatest instinctual move they've ever seen because Comey was a very bad guy. Dirtbag. And Comey led that group of uh, thugs in there, and they were doing a number. They were... It's very dishonest. It's years and years of putting in people, Democrats and rhinos and other people, but putting them into office... And we got rid of a lot of them, but we're going to get rid of a lot more, a lot more, because you have some bad people. One more question here. In the past, I think it's been a mistake. I'm like you. I think we should have paper ballots, same-day voting, make Election Day a national holiday. Yep, I'm with you there. And have partisan observers in every precinct watching the voting and then watching the vote counting. And when the polls close, declare a winner, game over. Right. But that's not the system we have. 
Republicans have been reluctant and resistant towards early voting, mail-in voting, and it, and they've also been resistant towards legal ballot harvesting, which Democrats have mastered, which is why they can hide in their basement run hundreds of millions of dollars in ads and, and never answer a press question or shake a hand or kiss a baby or do a town hall. My question is, do you now encourage and embrace early and voting, voting by mail, and legal ballot harvesting? I do, but I also have to say something else, because the one thing a lot of people, but this is important, including you, do. don't talk about, they also create phony ballots, and that's a real problem. That's my opinion. But they you, create but a lot of know, phony ballots. Has your mind shifted? In other words, I think if Republicans start out election day down 200, 300, 500,000 votes, that's, that becomes nearly impossible to catch up with. For some reason, Republicans always wanted to go out on Tuesday and they wanted to vote. And I respect that. I think it's great. And it would be great if we could get back to one day and we all the things that you said with one thing I agree else. with you. With voter ID. With voter ID. Because the Democrats don't and want signature voter verification. How about this? They don't want voter ID because they want to cheat. You know, they want to cheat. They don't want voter ID. Even the Democrats, regular Democrat people want voter ID, but the leaders don't because they can't cheat. The one thing we have to be very careful of is phony ballots. Everything you say is great, but they create ballots. That's my opinion, and that's the opinion of a lot of people. Will you encourage your voters, based on the system we have, to ha go along with the system of early voting and voting by mail? Because I, I, I think if you don't, you it's a big mistake. No, no, no. I will, but those ballots get lost also, Sean. You know, they send them in and all of a sudden they're gone. Those ballots get lost also. The answer is I will because you would like it. But you okay. know what? Can You're I be honest? Me. Okay. But a lot I got to take a break. But Sean, a lot of bad things happen to those ballots also. They're sent in early and all of a sudden, where are they? Okay, we got it. We got to cut it off there. I, I I thought it was very good. I mean, it was classic. It's normal Trump, but I thought the questions are good. And once again, I'm not really a big fan of Sean Hannity's, but I thought the Trump responses were good, and I thought the audience was energetic. And he is doing well. You 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 can't deny it. Okay, now we need to move on. I got to wrap up the show. Those of you uh, from your childhood or even in your adult adulthood, okay, would uh, re does this sound familiar to you? animated motion picture of all time is back in theaters. How do you do? How do you do what? Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Hey! The Queen! Snow White! Have a bite. We gotta save her! This summer, come celebrate the wonder, the romance, and the magic of Walt Disney's all-time classic. Do we want to White and the Seven Dwarfs, still the fairest of them all. Okay, I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but the woke crowd has moved in, and now they want to eliminate Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Well, they don't want to eliminate it. What they want to do is they, they, they want to make it more appropriate. Okay, this is courtesy of CBN News. Snow White's seven dwarves have been given short shrift by Disney. They've been replaced by what are being called seven magical creatures in a film that will be released next year. And these magical creatures, well, frankly, are, are not really dwarves. Is, it, is, this, is all this shit ever going to stop? 
you know, they, they, they went after Dr. Seuss. They went after Splash Mountain at Disney. Now they're going after Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. My understanding is they next, they now want to go after the Wizard of Oz. Munchkin Land. They want to call it something else, Magical Land or something. I, I don't be surprised if you they you turn on and you see the annual airing of The Wizard of Oz when they change all the lyrics. You know, welcome, welcome to Special People Land because they want to get rid of Munchkin. Okay, or use vertically challenged. But anyway, it it, it it just goes to show you. And most people, the polls I've seen across the board, most people are opposed to this kind of stuff. Uh, Snow White was done in 1937. It's a very, very old film, old classic film. I remember as a little kid being taken to see it. Um, but anyway, go see it now while you can before it's ripped to, it's, it's all ripped to shreds and, you know, we got the magical people. But quickly, a uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarf joke. Now, this is, I guess you could say, slightly inappropriate. So for those of you that are offended or those of you who might have small children around, whatever, you may want to close your ears. Okay, here it is. Uh, we're going to end the show with this. The Seven Dwarfs decided that they wanted to, um, well, they wanted to become Peeping Toms. So what they did is they wanted to look into Snow White's bedroom. So they each stood on each other's shoulders and at the top was like either sleepy or grumpy. And he would relay to all the other dwarfs What's going on, right? So I guess you got Sleepy on top and all the rest of them on the bottom, whatever, and they're all standing on each other's shoulders. So he looks in and he says, she's home. 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 She's taking off her jacket. 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 She's taking off her shirt. 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 Ah, uh, she's taking off her bra. 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 She's taking off her underwear. 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 Oh my God, she's taking off her underwear. She's taking off her underwear. Then he looks carefully. He says, oh my God, she's coming. So am I. 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 Ending Ground has been a production of Leahy Media. Hi-ho, hi-ho. It's home to Mercury Go. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five-O.